Peace, family. Welcome to Black Star TV 2.0. It's your boy, Black Star. Today, I got an episode for y'all. But first, I would like to tell all the people who are subscribed to the channel, please make sure you smash the subscribe button and the like button. Hit that notification bell, too, so you can be um, notified when this get out. And also hit the share button if you can. Um, today, we're going to talk about uh, Madonna, uh, these two dudes from Atlanta. And I just want to get into this whole... I'm going to actually talk about my situation that happened with me in Oregon. I'm going to show some of my paperwork a little bit. But with this whole adoption and foster care situation, I want to get into that and, you know, break that down, how it's being used as a vehicle to, you know, um, molest, rape, and, you know, have these kids used in sex trafficking, which is not really um, like FBA culture, right? Of course, every culture has their weirdos, right? We have have people, because I've been molested myself, by two different people, you know what I'm saying? Um, so we we do have weirdos in our community, right? But we don't we don't do the whole sex trafficking thing, right? There's nowhere you can go in our community where you could just you know sell off kids to somebody and be like, yo, bro, I got some I got some ten uh, year olds over here. You feel what I'm saying? And whoop de whoop de whoop. You know what I mean? This this is more. European culture and you know some of the Africans, Africans and, and and you know Spanish people, they they do that as well, right? You won't find FBA anywhere, right? Involved in like sex trafficking with kids and all this whole other stuff, right? Now we we do delve into the whole pimping thing, but that's just you know that that could be a whole other story, right? So um, I wanted to get into this story with Madonna, and then I'm gonna get and I'm gonna go. As I'm as I go on, I'm gonna get into the uh my situation and this whole other thing in Georgia. So let me share my screen with y'all. And again, I would like to thank all the people who subscribe to the channel. I appreciate y'all subscribing. You know, we um we hit that 1500 mark, and I appreciate everybody and love everybody who's been supporting the channel. But all right, let's get on to it. Madonna accused of child trafficking in Malawi. Here's everything you need to know. And you know what's funny? They love to use black children for whatever reason they love to use black children now um they of course we all know that they they also use white children as well um they will kind of use whoever they can to be honest but you know they they have an affinity for uh for black children and the mainstream media hasn't been playing this it's funny because i actually seen um this on Tariq nasheed and i was going to actually do a video on the two dudes from georgia um anyway so I was kind of glad that he brought this up to light because um, it kind of like, you know, went with what I was trying to do anyway. But uh, Madonna is being accused of sex trafficking and sexual exploitation, Malawi children by a charitable organization known as Ethiopian World Federation or EWF. Here's everything you need to know. Uh, The pop singer Madonna is being accused of human trafficking and sexual exploitation by children. Um, exploiting children by a charitable organization known as Ethiopian World Federation, according to All Africa. As stated on the Federation's website, um, the EWF is a civic service organization that pushes policy and advocates to change the laws that harm all black people. And you want to know what's funny? This is what, and it's funny because as I looked it up, uh, Tariq was actually right, where they're not even you know, this isn't a mainstream media thing, right? They're, this Because again, they want to, you know, they want to tuck this, especially away from 
uh, putting some dirt on somebody um, like Madonna, right? But if this was like R. Kelly or this was, you know, Bill Cosby or this was any of, you know, black person per se, you know, mainstream media would be all over this, right? And again, they like to go to Africa because they know, um, you know, FBA, to be honest, and I'm not, and I'm not denigrating Africa or anything like that, but, you know, our people are more likely to tell what's going on and, you know, this just isn't, I don't, I, I don't really, I can't even really explain um, to an extent, but this is why a lot of people do go to Africa. Cause again, you know, uh, they're, they're a, a very, I don't even want to say poor country cause they actually rich in resources. Right. But you have, you do have a lot of poor sections over there, but let me get back to reading. So the EWF is asking Malawi president Lorenzo's, uh, Chahakawar to investigate. I'll probably body his name, but who cares? To investigate Madonna's charity and uh, and restrict her and her associates' accessibility to Africa and to African children as a precautionary measure until a thorough investigation is done into the child trafficking, sex exploitation, sexual slavery, adoption reversal, um, uh, treat coercion, fraud, deception and the abuse of power or vulnerability. Vulnerability. Madonna's 1992 uh, book title, Sex, was cited in the petition, um, which features adult content, softcore porn, and sad uh, misogynism or whatever. Pornographic content, LGBT conducted, uh, punishable by law in the country of Malawi. Gay porn stars were photographed in pornographic pictures with Madonna performing vulgar sex acts with the same sex, which should have been disclosed during her adoption case in 2006. But I'm pretty sure at some point, one of these kids probably got older and told, because that's normally what happened with children, right? Some A lot of children, even with myself, it, uh, for, for an example, right? I kept a lot of things to myself and, you know, and I actually uh, focused that energy to other things, which was getting me in trouble, to, to be honest, right? And not until I got older did I really feel comfortable to even tell somebody. And that was only after somebody actually, you know, shared their experience with me. And that's another reason I like to share my experience because sometimes, you know, people can be going through things and a, and a lot of dudes actually get molested more than you even think, right? A lot of us do, because even when with my situation, right, when um, I was first, you know, coming out and, you know, uh, I don't really want to say that other part, but, you know, because it's, it's a legal situation going on. But um, when that started off, you know, I started asking my peoples, my cousins and some of my friends that I grew up with, you know, started asking them, you know, did anything ever happen to you or, you know what I'm saying? After I was telling my story, people were like, yo, bro, dude used to be doing some weird stuff to me as well. So it's like, you know what I mean? A lot of us, especially males, you know what I mean? A lot of us don't like to even say anything at the time. So, you know, it's not only till somebody, sometimes somebody else says something will come forward that, you know, somebody even feel comfortable. But even then, too, right? Not some of them, again, even with the legal situation, some of them didn't even want to feel comfortable to even get in on it or like, you know, say anything about their own situation publicly to an extent. You get what I'm saying? So, again, this is why I always 
um, feel like, you know, not being an advocate per se, but, you know, just just letting my story be known. And if you need to, to ever talk to somebody or something like that, man, hit me, email me, whatever. Hit me in the comments. I'll try to get at you or whatever, whatever. But, you know, I'm trying to tell you, it's so relieving to, you know, be able to, um, you know, get certain things off your chest after a while. You feel what I'm saying? Because that, that did a number on me for a long time. And I was, you know, getting in trouble real heavy based off holding all that um, animosity in. But again, let me let me get back to this. Madonna had to sign a contract that forbade the book from including images of uh, child pornography, bestiality, or religious imagery. Imagery. Shortly after signing that agreement, Madonna found a company called Maverick, a partnership with the Time Warner. Um, she now holds total artistic control over any work released by Maverick who is now the book's publisher. The agreement she signed with Tom Warner with the sexual explicit content in the book, Sex Was Null and Void. The petition argues that the psychological psycho, psychology behind Madonna's ability to release child pornography, religious imagery, bestiality, and vulgar pornography has promoted, uh, prompted her to open a orphanage in Malawi named Raising, Raising Malawi in 2006 to host social experiments on vulnerable African children in Malawi. And that's, I'm trying to tell you, right? It's funny because the people who do these type of things always prey on people who are troubled, like troubled kids, people that don't really have anybody. You, it, it's, it's, it's rare that you catch these people just getting, you know, the average Joe that, you know, has a mom or dad or a strong um, family support to an extent, right? More than likely, they're always going after, at least I can say it's definitely for the two people that got me, which one, oh, it was always crazy because now that I'm older, I used to be like, damn, this dude was in, he, he owned a daycare, he owned a day camp, he, you know, he was in the Boy Scouts, he was like, um, you know, the big brother stuff, like all of that, bro. You name it, had to do with kids he was with. And the other dude was a is is still a principal, right? Um, so it's like, you know, you just gotta watch people, man. You gotta watch people around your kids, watch the signs. You just gotta watch all of that because a lot of people do like to, you know, um prey on vulnerable children who, you know, really don't sometimes don't have, you know, a big family setting or, you know, a family, a strong family, um, you know, a solid family um, core or whatever, you know what I'm saying? So again, they'd like to get with people that's adopted, people that's in and out of detention centers, in and out of jail, things like that. They love to try to prey on people like that who are in vulnerable situations. Matter of fact, the dude definitely used to come to the jail to come talk to people and stuff. Look at this, man. Got dude wearing dresses and all type of craziness. And uh, again, Madonna adopted more kids from Malawi after David in 2009, after bat uh, battling in the court. The singer was finally approved to adopt uh, Marcy James. She adopted a set of twins, Esther and Stella, in 2017. The plea further states, we firmly believe that Ma Malawi has been robbed of the most precious resources. Children continues in 2013, the country accused Madonna of bullying state officials and making 
uh, diva demands and citing her uh, raising uh, Malawi charity as a reason for doing it, for doing so. And that's funny. That's what I'm saying, bro. A lot of these people, you feel what I'm saying, have money and, you know, use a lot of power. That's what I'm going to get into when I get into my situation. But again, Madonna, um, this is not the first time Madonna has been accused of child uh, trafficking. Telling you, family, these people are weird. And I'm telling you, all right, you know how they try to say that black people are, you know, we bring, we, uh, we inherit trauma from our past generations, you know, from slavery on down to this, that, and the third. You have to understand, man, white people have been running around for hunt for centuries, for centuries and centuries, you know, running around all over the world, you know, raping people, right? Like, that's part of their culture, like truly. Not trying to denigrate anybody, but that's part of their culture, right? So again, a lot of that gets passed down. Matter of fact, you can Google this if you want. The most um, sex crimes per capita is in the state of Oregon, and I'm going to get into that very soon. But let me switch off, and I'm going to go into these dudes from um, from Georgia, these two dudes from Georgia. See, a Georgia couple accused of sexually abusing adopted boys. Husband bragged about molesting son. Report. Um, again, Tariq was talking about when he was talking about Madonna. When he when I was watching that Madonna episode, he was talking about this this kid who did something to this teacher. I believe he shot the teacher or something like that. And during the interview or during yeah during the news interview, they kept showing you know, a picture of a black kid that had nothing to do with it, but he went to the school and he was saying, I guess the black, but they really wasn't really um, focusing in on him, but they would just pop his picture up here and there. And he was like, yo, that's like the propaganda, but they never showed the white kid who was actually doing the shooting, right? So again, that's like that type of propaganda. And I noticed that, I'm gonna just scroll down for a second before I even start reading. And these are the two dudes, right? But right above them, it says Memphis woman robs two men on dating website at gunpoint with accomplice. Like, why would you put that right above them? Even if you're trying to promote something, like, why would you put that right there? Because when you click on that, that happens to be, right? That happens to be a black woman, right? So you literally, hold on family, I'm sorry, I, I, I messed up now. I gotta share my screen again. But they literally did that purposely, right? My fault. But they literally did that purposely just to, you know, as propaganda so you could tap on that and take away and, and get away from what these dudes, these weirdos is doing. So a Georgia couple is being accused of sexually abusing their adopted children, using them to produce homemade child pornography, prosecutors allege, according to new reports. Zachary Zoluck and William Zoluck were arrested on July 27th in Oxford, Georgia, after police raided their home and found video evidence that they were engaging in sexual abusive activities with the adopted children. The couple is now facing a grand jury indictment under charges of felony sexual exploitation of children, aggravated child molestation, felony prostitution of a minor, aggravated sodomy, incest, 
um, amounting to the possible nine life sentences, according to documents obtained by Town Hall. And this one, this this one really looks weird. They both look weird, but this one really looked weird. Like he was the one setting it all up. Um, according to the indictment, the boys both in third and fourth grade at the time. That's so young, bro. That's so young. That shit is crazy. That's crazy. Cause my son is in third grade. That's why I said that's crazy. But um, at the time of the arrest, um, were uh, at the time of the arrest, were sexually abused by the couple who anally raped the minors. In addition to performing oral sex on them, the indictment also alleges that the couple forced the boys to perform oral sex on them. And in the case, the older sibling was injured due to the anal rape. That's what I'm saying, bro. These. These people is crazy. And it's so funny, bro, because it's so like um easy for these people to get access to our children, bro. And it's like, even though these the, the little boys on here was white, but it don't matter what color they was at the end of the day, bro. Kids is kids, and we don't condone none of that, dog. We don't condone none of that. I don't care what, what color they is, even though that's why I said this is definitely um, you know, their culture for real, right? this whole sex trafficking and selling them off and, and doing all of that. Right. Cause again, we all have, you know, weirdos in our, in our, um, in our cultures, but bro, they are the worst. I'm gonna keep it a buck. The documents state that, uh, Zolux sexual abuse of children dates back to potentially 2019. According to the report, the boys were adopted in November, 2018, when the couple went through, a now shut down Christian adoption agency focusing on special needs children. And walk, I told you, it's always somebody that is in a vulnerable position. This is what they do. They grab these kids in vulnerable positions, right? And then because it's easier, they already have psychological issues. You know, some of them already suffering from depression or anxiety, being not knowing who their family members is or not being with their family members. And it's easy to, um, you know, exploit these people and do weird things. And again, a lot of kids don't say anything. A lot of kids don't say anything because nine times out of 10, when when a lot of this happens, it's always somebody that they kind of know and that they're close to on a regular basis. Rarely do you find instances where a person is being molested and it's just some stranger did it. With kids, it's normally somebody who's always constantly around them where they feel comfortable enough to like try them. You feel me? Most of the time. Um, William Zutlock uh, allegedly admitted to force the couple's 11-year-old adopted son to perform an act of sodomy, oral capitalization, or capitalization. I, don't, I can't even pronounce that, but it, I know it's something nasty. With the intent to satisfy his own sexual desire, police wrote in the affidavit, bro, that shit is wild, man. That shit is wild. But yeah, family, man, I'm trying to tell you, I'm about to get into my situation now too. So let me um switch the screen off, right? So this is where I was. This is where I was in Klamath Falls, Oregon, right? Klamath Falls, Oregon. This dude, Bill Bowen, he um made this 
documentary called Destruct uh, Innocence Destroyed, right? By Bill Bowen. After he made this, he mysteriously passed away, right? Before he could he could produce it and put the put the documentary documentary all the way out himself. Because I think somebody else did it for him, right? So Again, I'm not going to get all the way into my situation. I'm actually going to do a whole video on that. I actually, I'm actually waiting for some more paperwork to come so I can actually uh, present my whole case. Not my whole case, but a majority of my case. And I'm going to do it and I'm going to put it on my Patreon page. Um, but I'm going to show a little bit. I'm going to show a little bit. But this is where I was in Klamath Falls, Oregon. And, bro, what I mean, they got some child stuff going on out here um abuse torture just like i say up there um sexual stuff they got a lot of crazy stuff going on there and these people took my kids from north carolina brung them they jumped on a plane took them from north carolina brung them back to oregon and put them in foster care man listen these people is crazy now listen to this listen to this family you may be wondering to yourself that since these cases are so horrible, why aren't the parents obtaining contingent attorneys and suing the state over the loss of their children? There's a couple of problems that we've encountered and that we decided to investigate. In just one county that we investigated, we found that not one of the county's judges had ruled against CPS in any permanent guardianship nor did they rule against CPS in any case involving the termination of parental rights of children's biological parents. Not once in 13 years. We also discovered that the attorneys that are appointed to handle the indigent defendants do not take depositions. They don't call witnesses. And in fact, they don't even meet with their clients until minutes before their hearings or trials. It's impossible to win if the judge is not going to rule for you, no matter what. And that's a huge barrier to being able to take the state to court. There are currently two female judges in town who hear most of the DHS cases. And one of the judges has three nieces that all work at DHS, one of them being in a supervisory position. As far as I know, I don't think a whole lot of people. That judge is Judge Osborne. Judge Osborne has three nieces that work in there and one works like as she said in PCS as a supervisor. I believe her name is um I can't even think of it right now. Can't think of it right now, but yes, definitely um all these people that they name on here, uh Judge Atkinson, Judge uh uh Roxanne um damn Osborne they all, they all, Marcy, Marcy, Marcy Brown, Marcy Bryant, Marcy Bryant is her niece, I believe. She's the one in the supervisor. The people know that that's exactly what's going on. Uh, we have a judge, Atkinson, who um, her niece is Chandra Atkinson. Aubrey, and she became a supervisor. Two of her cousins became caseworkers. And of those cousins, two of their friends became caseworkers. Never was any of the clients told that she was related to a good portion of DHS. We're talking about the family court system and CPS. Hold on, Watch this. Dire need of repair within the next year. 
As Senator Witsit pointed out to her, that was great, but what about all the people who'd been through that court and that court system who had transcripts which were wildly inaccurate? And those people today, some of them have lost their children forever. Mr. Bowen was able to provide me with the audio transcripts of my court proceeding. There were thousands of errors within my transcript. I was employed as the Klamath County Human Resources Manager for Klamath County. And I was employed as a court transcriptionist for the State of Oregon Judicial Department. I did learn at some point there were problems with Salmon's transcript. The Bowens and Senator Witsit presented all of that evidence and more to the state court administrator, Ms. Kingsley Click. After receiving the information from Senator Witsit and the Bowens, a prodigious amount of information, she wrote a letter stating there was nothing wrong with the new transcript. There was one of them I know, and she just had me write an affidavit and sign it saying that I corrected all the motions in the transcript. When Val Paulson went to her meeting in Salem, she portrayed it that I had read the entire 3,000, 4,000 pages of transcript and corrected every single indiscernible, every single word in that transcript, which I hadn't. Yo, now watch this, family. Hold on. I'm about to... And that's, and that's actually the issue, right? I can, um, I can go back to this tab. Right? And that's actually the issue is that they be in there cheating. They be in there cheating. Like, yo, bro, when I mean I got railroaded, this is why I always tell y'all when I was in Oregon, I went to prison for some shit I ain't even do. Right? So now they hit me with custodial interference saying that I interfered with their custody, but they got their custody illegally. And I'm going to show you one second. Hold on. I'm about to show you the lawsuit that was actually filed with the um, notice of tort that was actually filed. And when I get, when I do it on the other John, when I do my other situation, I put all this stuff out there. I'm going to show you what the lawyer actually said to my ex-wife years down the line later. Right. Hold on. Let me, let me, let me, um, Stop sharing the screen. I gotta share. I gotta share my whole thing to do this one. All right, I'm gonna share the entire screen. All right, so here we go. Right, y'all can see. I might do it like this so you can see the whole thing. Don't take me out because I end up there. No, I'm sorry, family. Here we go. Here we go. Michael Vergamini, attorney at law, right? I can't go too far down because I don't want I don't want to show nobody's. I think I did show her name, but who cares? Um, boom. I'm gonna go down to the bottom though. So it says as directed and foreseeable results of the agency's ne negligence, the minor children have suffered physical harm to their person. Both Miss Adams and the children have suffered mental, uh, suffered mental anguish and emotional injury. Um, notice, notice is formally given that Mrs. Adams and her minor children intend to file a civil claim for negligence, negligent supervision, and negligent training in addition to a federal civil rights claim for the violation of the due process and substantive due process. 
Now, the reason why it was a failure of due process, family, right? The reason why it was a failure of due process is because you went to court behind our back, right? Without sending us a, um, they went to court behind our back without sending us a, a noted, no, a, um, summons. They didn't issue us a summons to come to court. They went to court behind our back. You got custody of our children. That's why you were able to go all the way to North Carolina, take them out of another state and put them in foster care and then hit me with custodial interference. You see what I'm saying? They got to this dude, though, to the point where he fell back and, did, and never was trying to contact us ever. Right. I done did two years in prison. That's another thing I want to show you. all Let me show you all this real quick. Let me show you all this. I got to stop sharing my screen. Watch. I did two years in prison, right? There it is. So I do two years in prison, right? Um, Is it this one? Did you give him the uh, results to the polygraph? No. Is this normal procedure? Yes. That was another thing. I was took the, they, they tried to make me take this polygraph test. Um. Because I had wound up, so, all right, so watch this. They charged me with custodial interference. This is what really happened. They charged me with custodial interference. I was facing 10 years. I'm in a place where they're already cheating, right? So my wife, she's my wife at the time, but it's my ex-wife. She like, yo, I'm like, man, they can't prove none of this shit. Like, I didn't, I didn't interfere, and they never gave us no... No, like, you know what I mean? They never gave us anything to come to court because now I'm in the law library, right? And I'm, I'm, I'm reading stuff. And it's funny too, because they don't let you in the law library unless you got, uh, if you have a lawyer. So, um, yeah, if you have a lawyer, they not let you in the law library, but being as though I was going in there under the, um, family court stuff. Cause I didn't, they didn't have me an attorney for that. I was able to get in there and I started looking at that stuff. So I'm like, man, nah, I'm, I'm taking this shit to trial, dog. And mind you, while I was in there, somebody put me onto that innocence destroyed and told me to send that video, go have my ex-wife go on uh, YouTube and get that video and watch it. So once she seen that, she got stressed. She got scared. She like, oh, no, nah, hell no. Nah. So she like, yo, don't play with these people. They offering you probation. Just take it. You don't, you're not in the streets. Just take the probation. Don't roll the dice and go to trial and then loot and they cheat you, which they probably would have did. I'm glad. I'm kind of glad I did take her advice. And you get 10 years, nigga, and they give you 10 years. Like, hell no. Don't don't play with these people. So I took it. I'm on probation, right? Now this happens, right? Now I'm on probation and they was trying to, all right, so that lawsuit that you had seen that I had pulled up was filed. I should have looked at it when I was, um, I can't pull it up again now, but I should have, um, that was filed December 17th, no, December 21st, 2017. That was filed December 21st, 2017. I was on probation then, right? So, when I was on probation, he filed that 
they immediately told me to come to the, <laughs> they immediately told me to go to the probation office. So I go to the probation office. I'm like, yo, what y'all want? He, she like, oh, no, nah, um, we need you to sign into this program. So I'm like, sign into this program. I'm like, man, for what? Like, it was like uh, somebody who abused their wife. I'm like, nigga, I ain't never hit no girl I was with. Like, what, why, what would I be, why would I sign up for this program right here? You feel me? And mind you, we're about to get the kids back. Cause they took them. Mind you, they in foster care right now. Um, so I'm like, yo, nah, I'm not joining that shit. I said, I said, I don't feel comfortable, whatever, whatever. So I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm reading the rules to the thing. I'm like, yo, this says, this is for somebody who abuses their wife, right? This, that, and the third. So I, um, I'm like, yo, let me call my lawyer real quick. So I calls my lawyer. I'm outside on the phone with this fat, um, mammy lady right she was a mammy had had a zaddy and everything black lady um and she wasn't even from that town it was another reason i paid her and she and she juiced me for like five stacks um she was like just sign it just i'm like man i don't know i ain't really supposed to do it she's like listen y'all about to get the kids this that a third she was just trying to get me to do whatever so i'm like all right but they bum rushed me outside and was like yo you under arrest Whatever I'm like, man, I ain't saying I refuse, but mind you, I had them on record the whole time. They gave me a lie detector test, um, like a couple days later. They gave me a lie detector test. They wanted me to say that what they was they trying to get me to say that I was having contact with mind you. They was they was trying to not let me and my ex-wife have any contact, even though the case isn't even about her. This is shit about our kids. You trying to tell me I can't have no contact with her whatsoever. So they was trying to say that the, in the lie detector that I had contact with her. Right. So I'm like, nah, you, you crazy as hell. First, first of all, we didn't have no contact. It was, it was only for like a week. I'm like, we didn't even talk to each other. So they like, nah, well, you failed that question. I'm like, man, I'm not beat for that. I actually got a lie detector test video that um you can go back in my joint. I actually explain all of this, right? Cause I don't because it's kind of long. So I don't really feel like like really breaking that all the way down. But long story short, they tried to get me. This is why you see this right here. You could probably you can read it, pause it and read it. They wanted me to sign this addendum saying that I lied, right? Because the lie detector test doesn't work. I want y'all to know that. that's why I did a video on a lie detector test. It's not uh, it's not scientifically proven to, to to detect a lie. It's that's why it's not admissible in any court. Um, except that's why, but they use it in, with probation, right? Because again, they're trying to get you to sign something saying that you lied, so they can take that addendum, as you can see here, and then whenever probation client fails the polygraph, they are asked to fill out an addendum to take responsibility for failing the polygraph. Is that right? She said, yes. But that's when we come here. And you said, did you give them the polygraph results? He said, no. Is that normal procedure? Yes. No, that ain't normal procedure. And you're not going to sit here and tell me that I failed the test, but you don't want to give me the results of it. That, again, that's how I knew they were styling too. But regardless, right? I'm like, no, nah, I'm not signing that. I'm not I'm not signing no addendum saying I lied because I didn't lie. So I put I did sign it, but I put I didn't uh I did not lie on it and they wasn't accepting that. Long story short, I used that recording. I went in court. I don't got that paper on here, but I got that paper in my closet where they was like, um, is it here? Audible. 
No, that's not it. I'm sorry. I thought I had the one where um where I was in the uh where the lawyers I mean no no the cop got on the stand and they was like, yo, did Mr. Adams refuse to get signed into the program? He's because mind you, I told you I was recording them when they had that because I already knew they was cheating. This is the whole thing. They are some cheating ass people. You heard the white people even say they was cheating and lying, and the judge got her to lie about some transcripts. Yo, they is some fucking shisty ass people out there, dog. And mind you, all this is all this shit is for is to get your kids. That's why this whole destruction of innocence, this whole video, destruction of innocence, is all about um child shit. This shit is all about, this is why you see all these children on this, John. You feel me? That's why you see all these kids on there. Because all this stuff is about child stuff, right? Because that's what they be doing over there, right? They get in there. I'm sorry. They get in there and they doing all this lying stuff to be able to adopt your kids out. And mind you, there's people's families who work in this, John, who, who are legal adopters. Right. So they doing a whole finesse. They doing a whole finesse. The judge got family that work in uh, CPS and the people in CPS. That's her family still. But linked to the people who work in CPS, they got they they actually be taking foster kids in. But I'm trying to tell you, it's a mean finesse. Right. So. um, The cop gets on the stand and say, yo. Because we got the tape. I can record. I sent the tape to the prosecutor. I sent it to the police station. I'm like, bro, I got these niggas. I'm, I ain't going nowhere. This my this my parole. This is a probation violation. I'm like, man, I ain't going nowhere. Matter of fact, my ex-wife like, yo, we about to run. I'm about to go to Alaska. She was doing nursing. She like, man, we about to go to Alaska and slide on these niggas. I'm like, man, hell no. This is the first time ever. I ain't did shit wrong. I'm not running. I don't even want to be on the run. You feel me? She don't know what it's like. I'm like, man, I used to be running my whole motherfucking life. I'm not running, dog. I don't want to be looking over my shoulder. I ain't in the streets. You feel me? I was on my pro-black shit back then. Nope. Well, I'm still in on it, but... Man, I got in court. <laughs> the cop get on the stand. I'm like, yo, you going to play the tape? She like... Mind you, he said, no, I didn't refuse. He, my lawyer asked him, did you listen to the tape? He said, yes, I did. He said, did Mr. Adams refuse? He said, no. The judge like, man, I believe probation. I was like, yo, that's crazy. I'm like, yo, you ain't even listen to it. You going to listen to it? She said, I'm going to send you to the county jail because I was, I was on the street. She said, I'm going to send you to the county jail and I'm going to bring you back for sentencing. Man, listen, when we get back to sentence, I said, she said, I'm going to listen to it um, within those days or whatever. What really, what it really was, was she didn't want to play that. She didn't want to play that tape in court because now it's on court record. You feel me? We get to court. I think it was like a Friday. So it was March 6th. I'll never forget. It was my dad's birthday. The day I got sentenced. Yo, sentenced me. She said, I listened to the tape. I said, that's the first thing I did when I walked in there shackled up. I'm like, yo, you listen to it? She like. Yeah, you didn't refuse, but you ain't asked them to be recorded. I'm like, what? Yo, I say, yo, this is great. Mind you, in Oregon, you don't need to ask nobody to be recorded. And I heard Rizza Islam. First of all, I knew that based off the law because I had the law to that shit. But I heard Rizza say that that's how they got the, um, they tricked somebody with that whole autism thing. I think it was, uh, 
I forgot the dude's name, but it was a white dude with Rizzo Islam. And they said they tricked, not Rizzo Islam tricked him, but Rizzo was telling the story with the white dude. They got the dude to come to Oregon and they recorded the nigga about, the, about autism and them, and them things they put in your arm and how they was have, having autism. He recorded them because you can record people without um, their knowledge in Oregon, right? So she like, well, instead of giving you 50 months, I'm going to give you 30 months. Like she did me a solid. Cause, cause I really didn't, I really didn't refuse. She just saying because I recorded them without their knowledge. So she making it seem like she did me a solid. Like I was like, yo, the threat, but I was sick. But I was about 150 pounds, bro. Soaking wet going up in there. Sick as hell. I was like, damn, I should have ran, dog. But it is what it is. You know what I mean? Um, but that's what I wanted to say. Do actually finesse. He wound up not doing it. They talked him out of filing the lawsuit. Um, that's another issue me and my people's be having because she don't never press or press anybody else or anything like that. I actually got her because we um I know this thing called repost, right? It's an email thing that copies the email because she was always emailing them, always emailing. He would never return no emails, he wouldn't return no calls, he wouldn't do anything, right? So I said, I was watching, I took Polite's class one day on credit and Polite was talking about this repost and how you can, excuse me, you can use repost and you can, uh, you can send an email out and it tracks the email. So I was like, and it, and it can tell you that the person, whether the person read it or not, woo, woo, woo. So I'm like, yo, email him using this. She did it. Got her first response in years. And this nigga said, um, no, I, I didn't. He said some bullshit. But the second the second thing he texted after she was like, and mind you, she sent them all when she did. I like how she did that, too. She sent him all the previous emails he sent attached with, with all like, yo, I've been trying to get in touch with you for years. So he can't say, oh, I wasn't getting shit. She sent all the previous stuff attached to it and was like, yo, I've been sending you emails forever. like." Like what you mean? She he tried to say something about he she ain't think uh he was busy or he had uh she didn't think he she wanted to do the lawsuit still. Yo, that nigga's next John was are you trying to sue me? Like, what would make you say that? But again, I kept telling her to press the issue. She ain't want to keep pressing the issue. I filed a lawsuit while I was in jail on my own behalf. But again, I was stressed out. But I had I had anxiety attacks in there because I was doing so much. But I was doing trying to appeal my own little situation, trying to appeal to stuff with my kids, and they was doing all this cheating, denying all my stuff. Because of course you got to go back to the same judge who who f me over in the first place. So they just denying stuff, denying stuff, denying. Yo, I was having bro. I was on the yard working out one day, stressed, straight man down. Boy, I had an anxiety attack. I'm out there. Man, listen, bro. I, that's why I was like, my mom was like, I used to, I was talking to my mom one day on the phone. She's like, man, just give that shit up. Like, man, that shit gonna kill you in there, dog. Like, you, you already somewhere foreign. You don't know nobody over there. Like, man, don't die in Oregon prison, nigga. Trying to fight these people, bro. Just let it go. You, you almost home. You done did way more time than that before. You almost home. I was almost home. I had probably like nine months left or some shit like that. It's like, man, do not let these people kill, stress you the hell out. And that's that's another reason. Um, 
my uh, my ex-wife don't want to deal with she like man i don't want not want to fuck with them people no more they they is ruthless they ain't playing fair but again that's why i said it was so hard even to get that lawyer bro i'm trying to tell you it took us mad long to find somebody to take that case and again i had to tell her i'm like yo i'm telling you they not taking this case because it's me on the phone and i already was built up because my kids my kids because trust me my kids wasn't um they were still in foster care at the time so nigga, i'm when i'm on the phone talking about this shit, i'm going off they they you feel what i'm saying so i'm like yo they need to hear a softer voice. I'm trying to tell you, I already know how white people work. You need to hear a softer voice. And the moment she got on the phone, that was the first lawyer she got on the phone with, and the nigga took it. He took the case over the phone without even seeing them. He said, yo, I, I can look in, I can look on the court documents and I can see that they never sent you a um a summons. They never sent y'all a summons to come to court. He was we was on the phone for like two hours. He had she had her on speak him on speakerphone. He was like, He's like, y'all sure y'all didn't get nothing in the mail? He's like, you check? I'm like, yo, I promise you we did. He's like, first of all, I could I could tell by the law. I could tell they came there on a Friday. They came there on a Thursday. Um, Even if they mailed it out, because they came there like 5 o'clock at night. So already the post office was closed. So he said on Friday, that was Thursday night. On Friday, he's saying, even if they sent it out Friday, they went to court Monday. You would have never got that shit on Monday because they got to give you three business days. They can't do no next day shit. It ha they got to give you three business days. And if you out of state, you get seven business days. Dead serious. So he like, they already, um, they already, uh, that's already a um, due process violation, right? Which would reverse my whole charge. If we would have filed that lawsuit in one, that reverses my whole charge. I don't, I, I, I'll be able to fucking sue them for spending that two years in prison or 23 months, basically two years, 23 months. You feel what I'm saying? So like, again, he, he was like, yo, listen, I'm not even going to file this right, right now. Cause it was like December. It was the very beginning of December. It was like December 1st or 2nd or some shit like that. He said, when y'all get the kids back, we said on the 15th, he said, when you get the kids back on the 15th, take them immediately back to his mom, because they was staying with my mom, he said, take them immediately back to his mom in North Carolina, and I'll file it when you get back. Nigga, she got back on the 21st, he filed it on the 21st, them niggas called me, because I was the one on probation, they called me into fuck, in, in, um, into probation right as soon as they got that shit like yep come in you gotta come in oh you gotta sign in this place trying to get me to do all this fluky shit and i knew it that's why that's why he didn't want that's why he wanted us to sign the kids excuse me that's why he wanted us to take the kids away because he like yo if i file this lawsuit they're gonna put y'all kids up for adoption this is the lawyer saying this shit this is the lawyer saying it like yo if i file this now while y'all kids are still there, they're going to put them up for adoption. So just wait till they give them back. Once you take them to North Carolina, they out the door jurisdiction and I'll file the lawsuit. And that's exactly what he did. That was that. That was the what's the name I sent you. That was my, I showed you the one that said, um, um, with the, uh, little, little, what's that shit called? Notice a tort. Real talk family. So again, man, at the end of the day, family. Y'all watch these people, man, because they 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 got some weird stuff going on. And again, this is why a lot of these people don't get no time for doing all this cold weirdo stuff on children. 
because a lot of the people who doing it, you know, are at the top. You feel what I'm saying? It, it be these judges and all this stuff. This is why, you know, um, foster care and all this shit is very loose and it's very, you know what I mean? That's why I said y'all, y'all allow these people to do anything to these kids and it, it just gets thrown under the rug because again, all this shit is a check. You feel me? They getting like six, $7,000 a month for each kid. Dead serious. Dead serious, man. I'm trying to tell you, it's this book called Suri Juris. People, William, William, look at that joint up. Suri Juris um, is William uh, and Pamela Gaston out of Oregon. Got their kids snatched in um, Salem, Oregon. Trying to tell you, fighting the system. Because I, I uh, somebody gave me that book to help me file my lawsuit against uh, DHS. The same people they talking about in that video. Trying to tell you, Oregon, bro. It is rampant over there. That's why they got the most. They got the most sex crimes per capita in the United States, bro. And they got definitely got a child sex ring going on out there. And that's what I'm saying. It's the courts is down with that shit, especially in Camden Falls, for the most part. The courts is down with that shit, Ari, bro. It's a, it's 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 a ring. It's a true ring, fam. I promise you. But again, family man, watch your kids. Watch who you have around your kids too, man, because. Got a lot of weirdos. Got a lot of weirdos out here, bro. They they be they be grooming you. They be grooming the kids, tickling, play fighting. You just gotta watch all of that stuff, man. Watch watch they watch the people who be around them in sports. You know, at these little boys and girls clubs and all of that stuff. You know, little daycares. You gotta watch all these people, man. Don't ever 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 let your kids get too comfortable around anybody, dog. Because the the people who are doing it are the people that they are most comfortable around i'm trying to tell you now that's not all cases but it's majority of the cases that it's happening with people who are the closest to them and you just gotta be aware of that that's why i don't be letting my kids stay at nobody crib dog they can stay over here but you ain't staying over nobody house bro because i don't know who this dude's mom be messing with she looked like she's single oh no nah, she don't mess with nobody yeah but you don't know that you feel what I'm saying? She probably not telling her kid that she messing with somebody and be bringing somebody over when he go to sleep and all that other stuff. Then when she knocked out, he he running through the crib and shit. I'm trying to tell you, man, shit, crazy stuff be happening, man. Because trust me, once my situation is over, oh, I'm opening up the bag. I can't really say way too much on my stuff, but trust me, I'm opening up the bag because, bruh, I'm opening up the bag. I promise you. On the Boy Scout situation, all of that stuff is 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 coming to fruition. I promise you. But all right, family, I'm gonna let y'all go, man. Y'all y'all uh again, make sure y'all hit the subscribe button, the uh, share button, the like button. Check out the podcast on um Anchor, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Check out my Patreon. Hit me at Blackstar TV 2.0 um uh, uh PayPal and on my Cash App is uh dollar sign W I L L I E zero three one two. That's Willie0312 on the uh, Cash App, man. Family, we up out of here. Y'all have a blessed weekend. Y'all I hope y'all had a productive week. Again, I got some stuff in the in the make. I've been making bread off of. Um, shout out to Brother Ben X, who was my sponsor. Um, you know, put 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 a brother on to some game, and I'm I'm gonna share it with y'all um as soon as possible, man. As soon as I get, you know, um some things rolling real quick. But all right, y'all have a blessed weekend, family. We out of here.